Welcome to another edition of Birds of a Feather. I'm your girl, AJ, Suburban Princess, with just some random thoughts. So none of this is really going to be related to just eagles. But shout out to all the birds and all the athletes in general now that social media has had hit its peak height. Thank you for putting out your workout videos, showing that you're still focused. That's including Ben Simmons and celebrating life like Ben Simmons with his recent birthday celebration with Kendall and other people in L.A., um, he's still remaining true to his physical uh, obligations as well as being focused and projecting that he is still a sixer no matter what. Now, I'm not worried about past his rookie season or whatever the contract situation is because I don't think Ben's going to leave. I don't think he'll get traded. I think that he'll find new ways to make himself um, an asset to the team because he's had his bit of criticism since the playoffs. So I think him and Joel have Joel have a mental chip on their shoulders that they have to step it up a lot. And just like Sierra's new song called Level Up, I think a lot of the Sixers players that are still there, and even though it wasn't a great offseason as far as making big splashes, I think a lot of the Sixers have a big chip on their shoulder now as an organization, now that they don't have a formal GM yet, that they have to prove a lot this fall. So that's a good thing. I like that athletes are doing that now, and I like that athletes speak their minds a lot more, like Chris Long on the Eagles. He has never shied away from Twitter, and he's also walked that fine line of having a very objective opinion, but still respecting his organization, as well as people who aren't the ones to come at him directly. Now, if you do come at Chris Long on Twitter, God bless you, because I think you're in for a lot of vicious rhetoric, because homeboy knows how to spin his words without sounding crass or sounding like he's a know-it-all. Um, I just like the fact that players now are showing more initiative, um, especially with this whole anthem thing becoming now a standstill, which really shouldn't be the case at this point. I'm pretty much over it. I know if 45 has decided to tweet it that he thinks that he still won the victory with NFL anthems. I think that that's just excuse for the NFL to either drop this issue altogether because it's really not an issue. I mean, honestly, who cares that players kneel or stand at this point? The point has been made, in my opinion, and I don't feel like it's about even Kaepernick anymore or the military. I think it's about people scared of change and scared of the idea of people uh, allowing the players to have a voice. And I think that's what people want to separate. They want to separate the sports and politics as well as uh, opinions that don't have anything to do with football because they feel like it changes the landscape and they feel like they lose the passion of being a fan. None of that is true. If anything, it just means that the person is human and they're not just there to run and chase a damn ball, that they actually have families and lifestyles and opinions and they're not just robots. So I think that's really what's made more fans, especially the old school fans from back in the day, very uncomfortable with the idea of players having opinions and standing up for their rights. A lot of people don't want to blend the two things together and you just can't do that. You can't control people. They are not there to entertain you. They're there to get a championship and you're just a spectator. So just stay a spectator. Let the sports do where, where it goes because everything has to evolve, especially in the business of the NFL, because it obviously is a business. And Roger Goodell has not done a very good job of, I don't know, straddling the fence without showing his hypocritical choices as well as a lot of owners who want to stay in the clut in the back should I say and not have an opinion until it comes to their money so I think if anything the NFL just got exposed 10 times worse than normal and it all pretty much started with the whole Ray Rice situation uh, that they tried to cover up even though they knew they couldn't because it was on video and I think a lot of players now are very wary of the things that they do that can be recorded reported and um, tried in court 
Uh, Jameis Winston's getting uh, another rap, and, you know, he's really quick to get himself out of the NFL if he doesn't take care of his behavior and make sure that he starts acting like a man and mindful that he has a, um, a kid, I think, and a girlfriend or a wife, I don't know, but he has a home situation that he needs to be careful about, and he needs to stop acting so reckless. And uh, maybe the lack of focus for the Buccaneers not really doing anything for years is maybe why he's becoming so unruly again. Or maybe he just never, never really stopped being unruly from FSU days. I mean, I like to overlook a lot of stuff he did because I always appreciated his arm and I appreciated the fact that he tried his best to uh, explain some of his behavior without really explaining it but just basically apologetic and say you know I can be a dumb guy sometimes I make bad decisions but the problem is now it's it's messing with his chances of being a starter and granted his backup is not exactly stellar but if they get a rookie QB or the, something happens mid-season and there's someone who could actually you know blow all of them away Jameis won't have a career anymore and me personally I'm thinking you're young you're starting your family now you might want to keep that salary <laughs> and you might want to be good at something because it seems like everything else in the world you're very not good at so it's just things that accountability I guess will be the theme of this podcast basically saying it's good that some players are aware um, of what they have to do out there and where their focus should really lie when they work for the NFL MLB, NHL, NBA, like you have a responsibility. Yes, you can live your life, but you are a role model whether you like it or not. People are watching everything you do. No one would care if they didn't have your image out there in public. But because your image is out there in public, you got to be mindful of how you treat women, how you respect, how you represent your family, and how you represent yourself, obviously, because you're the one who's doing the sport and earning the money. And I think just it's very hard to have all responsibilities work for you when you're a young player who gets money that they've never had before in their life. And then there's just the attention you get from women and, you know, vice versa for female athletes, the attention you get from men or maybe other women. Um, you just have to be mindful of how it comes off. And my shout out to Corey Clement is basically saying because he's such an adorable kid, I think that he has a bright future. I just hope he doesn't lose focus. I don't worry about Ben Simmons. It, it seemed like a bit of a, a bother <laughs> that he was even involved with. Kendall Jenner but at the same time part of me goes who cares he's a 22 year old kid he just turned 22 he's going to he's going to dabble with women that are considered questionable in the media because he has every right to um I'm sure he loves his family his sister Liv is out there the new mommy that she is and you know their lives are public now they're no longer just these hidden gems in Australia they are people who represent all over now including the U.S. so Ben is not only having to deal with the pressure of representing both his country, Australia, as well as being a U.S. Philadelphia 76er player. But he also has to realize that people care about his personal life now. And he probably could care less that we do care, but he has to care, you know, at some point. I mean, you're involving your franchise. You know, the Sixers are kind of in a murky situation right now off, off, off season. And they have to make a big splash this season as much as they can to show that they are they are uh, competent enough to make the playoffs come 2019 because honestly this year will probably more be of the gelling year that Carson had to deal with when he came off of his rookie year this will be the year that'll prove if the Sixers will be watchable for 2019 and I think this is the season that all the players have to kind of put all that crap aside and play the game and stay focused for 82 82 games so I say they still go to 50 but I also think that if the most, they'll be lucky if they make the first round of playoffs and or a wild card. And then that's it. Because they obviously haven't shown any competition against Boston. And now at this point, 
with Toronto getting Kawhi, who knows? Toronto may may be the face. Um, I agree that some people say that now the Sixers have a chance of dropping the number three in the NL, um, NL, in the uh, Atlantic or East Division, which I think is highly, highly, highly possible. Um, Brett Brown is still getting his bearings, I'm sure, as a coach and now as a GM or tempor- uh, temporary GM. But I think he also realizes that he's looking for guys that have the legs. I don't think he cares about names at this point as much as he said he wants a star. But it just looked unlikely that they they financially could handle a star and then keep the ones they still have on the team. It seemed like a, a hard check and balance there. So, again, I'm not one to be swayed by not having names. I'm more, can they can they last for the whole season and still look like a unit? Because that is what the Eagles did and finally got on the same page to get the Super Bowl is that everything started to line up. Everybody's mind was on one thing. And you'll be able to tell if the Sixers have that same mentality by the way they play for the full season. Um, I'm excited for them in general, though, because it could go either way. I'm not, you know, down on the Sixers like some of the sports radio guys are. But I do understand um, the lack of zeal (laughs) to see them open the season without any big names. But hello. Like I said before in a previous podcast, we need to get off this whole woe is us. We're never going to get the chip now and blah, 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 crap. Because the Eagles blazed a trail for a reason. That was something we had to overcome for a very long time, which means it's not possible for any of the other three teams to get there as well. The Phillies are still number one right now, and they're about to play a doubleheader today. And, you know, Gabe still remains positive no matter what happens, and that's what we fans need to do. They just need our support. They don't need our negativity. We're not playing what they're, what they're playing. We don't have to do the workouts they do. So let's just stay focused, watch the Super Bowl DVD like I'm about to do that puts me in a good mood, and then just know that there is a chance out there to always succeed for every team. Don't get caught up in details because sometimes 9 10 out of 10, Twitter kind of jumps the gun on predicting the future. But if anything, if you want to vent, do your thing, but then know that being a fan means being supportive no matter what happens. And that is a true Philly fan. That is a true 4 for 4 fan. And people have to understand that the things that are positive that athletes put out there, you should more um, you should more celebrate that than focus on what they're not doing. Because at this point, the positivity is what led the Eagles finally to a Super Bowl. You know, blocking out the Negadelphia thing. And they just did it and they and they won. So, underdog or not, it can be done. But there's just You have to be aware as an athlete that you're not only carrying the burden of just trying to be a better player, you're carrying the burden of fans who really, really, really want an excuse to have a parade and bragging rights. So that's all I basically had to say for this podcast was just thank you, Kenwood Clement. Thank you for Lane Johnson. Thank you all those guys that are out there, Carson Wentz, as well as all the other Philly players who are just silently just getting themselves better like Nola, who's become an ace this year, like strong, considering a lot of people probably didn't think he was going to last after his long injury. But, you know, and hopefully Cole Hamels will come back. I mean, I'm hearing names of people that could possibly come back on these teams and make it a and make it a strong uh, ending to or beginning to a season. Kyle Corver's a rumor out there for the Sixers to come back and be a three-pointer shooter that they need because he still can shoot. And I don't see the point of him staying in Cleveland. So let's just hope that we see a lot of nostalgia coming back to bring the other three teams back into the fold. Um, Flyers as well. They got the, I forget the name of that one player they got with the V. I'm sure all the Flyers fans know. But uh, again, going back and grabbing somebody from the past may make your future a little brighter. Or if not, encourage the current players who are in kind of a mental funk. Sometimes you just need some veterans to go in there and just 
remind them why they're there. So let's just hope that every ounce of old blood brings in new blood and brings a stronger team. That's all I got to say. Thank you for listening. If you want to hit me up, girlyvirgo78 on Twitter, um, AJ Radio Caller at AOL.com. Thank you for listening to Birds of a Feather. Take care. Enjoy your weekend.